This morning and all through Advent, we sing, O come, O come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel, Israel that mourns in lonely exile here. We sing through Advent for the coming of God into the world, but here is what this song captures for me. We need God to come because the world is dark. Right now, the world feels pretty messed up. The world is at war. Yes, there are violent physical wars in places such as Israel, Ukraine, and Sudan. But there are also private wars that we don't hear so much about. Fights over climate change, clean water and mining rights. Fights over human dignity in immigration. Human dignity in sexuality. Human dignity in basic reproductive rights. The world feels like it is tearing itself apart. When I asked my 20-something daughter what her future feels like to her, she nods with resignation. She expects her future to be dark. She awaits more war, more conflict, not less. O come, O come, Emmanuel. Emmanuel means God is with us. O come, God, and be with us. This year, as I sing, I remember singing this song on my way to the shepherd's fields in Palestine. As you know, I was in Israel-Palestine on pilgrimage this April. And while I was there, I did all the usual things. I was in Bethany. I stood in the River Jordan, at least close to where John the Baptist was active. We had to drive through minefields to get there. Dry fields marked with dry fields marked with barbed wire fences and signs in many languages warning of the danger. But the tourist roads, they've all been cleared, and bus after bus followed a safe path through a war zone. Each tourist site felt like a bubble of safety, which was convenient on this pilgrimage, but outside those bubbles, I could feel the tension when I walked in the streets of Old City. I didn't go out alone, or I always went with a friend. And everywhere we went, Orthodox Jewish men strode down the middle of the road while everyone else scampered out of their way. Meanwhile, Palestinian men stood angry in darker corners. And everywhere we went, lining the ancient roads were shops, shops full of religious trinkets, full of very yummy candy, and toy guns. There were so many toy guns for sale in Jerusalem. O come, desire of nations bind, in one, the hearts of humankind. While we were in Bethel, 
Bethlehem, just before we went to the shepherd's fields, we visited a Palestinian refugee camp. The bus dropped us off and we walked a path too narrow for cars through a gate shaped like a keyhole, topped by a key. It was symbolizing all of the keys that the refugees kept when they fled their homes. They had nothing but the key to their front doors. When they escaped because there was an army arriving, they thought they would be back soon. No one told them it was an army exactly. No one bought their house. No one has even acknowledged that these houses were stolen. So families stay, stay in tiny, tightly packed concrete boxes constructed against the huge wall that Israelis built to keep these Palestinians out. Families keep these keys to old homes and remain in this refugee camp, which, by the way, has the distinction of being the most tear-gassed place on earth. They say that they will give up on justice if they leave. They say they would be giving up. They are now the third and fourth generation of families to live in this camp. And the mothers say what they need help with most, if you could send them anything, what they want is help with mental health. How do they talk to their angry sons when all of their sons have seen family members or friends beaten and killed? All of their daughters have been raised on stories of belonging to a home that is gone, stolen. And we sing, oh, bid our bitter conflict cease and be for us our prince of peace. While I was in Israel, I spent a lot of time reflecting on how Canada has treated indigenous nations. There are so many parallels. Settlers came and took the land, betrayed trust and broke treaties. Whole communities grew up in reserves with hearts full of stories about when the land was theirs. Whole communities grew up in cycles of violence. Whole communities grew up traumatized. We sing, O come, O wisdom from on high, who orders all things mightily, to us the path of knowledge show and teach us in her ways to go. Because we need God. We need God's wisdom and God's presence. We need God's peace and God's hope. When I look out at the world, I pray, O come, O come. Emmanuel. And with my heart full of the darkness of the world, I sing our hymns and read our gospel. John was teaching and baptizing at the River Jordan, 
And something was happening. People were turning towards God and other people, the people in authority, were getting nervous. So these people with authority and power challenge John and ask him, who is he? They're asking about John's authority. Who is John to teach and to baptize? John says he is a voice crying out in the wilderness. John is a witness to the light. John is not worthy to untie the sandal strap of God or Jesus or the Holy Spirit. And John is enough. John might not be the light, but pointing towards God's light is enough. People see the light because of John. John points. More people are turning to the light and God's love. Sometimes we need to remember that we are not the light. That is good and right. We are not the light. It does not matter if we are or are not worthy. Our only job is to point towards the light. To point towards the light. Which means we need to turn and look for the light ourselves. We sing through Advent for the coming of God into the world with an Advent song that captures, for me, the need for God to come because the world is dark and messed up. And this week, then we light the candle for joy. And all of those readings, did you hear all of that joy? Putting these pieces together, what I wish for you to hear this day, what I would wish for us all to practice, what I would wish for us as disciples of Christ to be in the world, in a world full of darkness and loss, with the darkness of past and present injustice, in a world filled with real hurts, war, and injustice, please turn towards God's light. Tell stories of peace and of hope. Tell the stories of finding God's light in your life. Help the world see more of God's light by pointing. I have said this before, and today I get the opportunity to say it again. Truth is often found in tensions. We light the candle of joy not to forget, not to ignore the darkness. This joy is a light in the darkness. Do not let the darkness overcome. Feed the light, feed the light with sparks from all the things that bring you joy, with the sparks of hope, with the joy of friendship, the practice of gratitude. Feed the sparks of peace with the joys of learning new things, creativity and art. Truth can be found in the tensions when two very different things are both true. As Christians, we look for light. We notice it is dark. Don't forget that darkness. Don't pretend that darkness isn't there but turn towards God's light. Look for hope, peace, 
and joy. Rejoice, rejoice. Emmanuel shall come to you. Thank you.